Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, strong information and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Leo DiCaprio should play the riddler. Michael B. Jordan to did miss a star. Her Jake Jelly used to smoke the sweet we about to talk about bullshit pictures. Leo DiCaprio should play the riddler. Michael B. Jordan should date my sister. Her Jake Jelly used to smoke the sweet shirts. We about to talk about bullshit pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor, my favorite actor, our, our favorite, favorite actor. actor. Ooh, this is very loud for some reason. Hmm. And Thoughts. We, that. <laughs> yeesh. That's the opposite of b- 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 bars. Nah, but anyways, this you know what this is. This is another episode of the Leo B. Jalen Hall, which I'm gonna call out the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies. But get off subject and get to talking about something else, but you can almost guarantee we're going to try to maybe mention an individuals to make up this here. John and uh, PSA, if it sounds like I'm talking out of the side of my mouth, it's because I am. Disrespect. Okay. Yeah. Because you already Barker know who King. it is. It is your boy, Leo Watchbot, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bratz in the third. See, I can't even do the Bratz, right? A.K.A. Uh, who else I is? Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, uh, a.k.a. Nady Irving, a.k.a. Nady Crosby, a.k.a. Nate Yawine, a.k.a. Dun. Baby Nate, a.k.a. Dun. Robert Balmain Dun. Jr., Dun. a.k.a. Silk Pajamas, a.k.a. Uh, just got his wisdom teeth taken out, a.k.a. Roll. Back now, keep on rolling. It is. Joaquin Pennyworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Dang, I'm having like a breathing spasm. Kai on your face, my life, Van Zant. Kai Dollar Sign, Knife Guy. Booking agent, I'm having some breathing issues. K, Young Black Philip, Kai on your Taylor Joy. Oh, our first F- death on the podcast. <laughs> Fossil Man, the Fitbit, Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K. Chorus Co, Joe, Station Wagon K, Chadwick, Flossman, and a... For the 99 and the 2000s. The star of Speed Date. <laughs> as the villain. Sly Lot's own. It's not called Sly Lot no more. It's called. Yeah, it has a record label? <laughs> it's called like a Stack. He changed it to like Stackville or something crazy. <laughs> That is worse. Kyrie's. Let me look at what this is called. <laughs> and how does he stab a record label? <laughs> and he has artists on it. And is he putting out music? Jack Jackpot Back came out. Like <laughs> I'm typing Chingy. If y'all haven't been, <laughs> if y'all haven't been with the podcast from the beginning, we used to, or I used to say Chingy sucks as oh, part yeah. of the original. <laughs> how did he fall off? Dang, he fell Was off. The in origin real life? of it from me singing a Tyrese song. Was it? Ain't no telling. <laughs> and and I'm definitely not going back to see. Hey, Chiggy fell off on his podcast and in real life. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> Chiggy 
sucks he, again. He might have He's to be the new asshole. Because he was in a movie. Yeah. And he was in a scary movie before. And yeah. he's 37 years old now. <laughs> oh, it's called Full Deck. Not whatever I called it. Stackville. <laughs> Full Deck. Yeah, this is... I keep looking for this. I looked for this movie. It's called Success and Failure. And Jonathan Wesley, who was starring in that Speed Date movie, it says Jonathan Wesley as Chingy. Now, and I could not find this to save my life. Let's a, go down his filmography. This we'll is a parody movie? He was in The System Within. Don't know it. Scary Movie 4. Mm-mm. Psycho as Pizza Man. Uh, Speed Dating as Kenneth. Polish Bar as Fat Mo. Success and Failure. He was on My Wife and Kids. George Lopez. One on One. Punk. Yeah. Your Mama. Caramel, Couples Therapy Season 3, and uh, Lois Jackpot. I don't know what that is. Now, as far as albums, t- this year it says he's coming out with Dead Rose. No. The last album before this was in 2007. Now, he had an EP in 2013. Oh, he had Full Deck Philosophy came out in 2014. Oh, Jackpot Back came out in 2012. <laughs> I ain't going that far. Dang. Chingy trash. Chingy. Chingy Lang. We need to get somebody from that speed dating movie on here. Yeah. Uh, what's his name that used to be on uh, Wild Out? <laughs> or the dude who used to be on Eve. <laughs> was it Eve? Was E-B-E. It, was it something else? Or was it Cuts? No, I think it was Eve. There's a show on TV One called In the Cut. That's about Mar- and I think Marcus Houston made a cameo on it, which made me think, is this the same? And it has the dad from Smart Guy, mm-hmm. Professor Ogilvy. They're the leads in it. Let me pull this up. Man, we this is the quickest we've ever got off topic. <laughs> this sounds like a show I have zero in interest in. Cut. If it ain't got Marcus Houston and Shannon Elizabeth, I ain't rocking. Run your fingers through some calf care. <laughs> I wish I could have that as a ringtone. Is it even called in the cut? Because I surely typed it in. It's probably called Black Hasbins. <laughs> Barbershop, the TV series. I'm Why shocked. Why hasn't that been a TV series? Ice Cube? <laughs> you slipping. Dang. You are slipping, partner. I just gave you a show, Ice Cube. Because the movies is done. <laughs> Please. <laughs> it's TV show time. Oh, sorry. It's not on TV one. It's on Bounce. Is that a channel or is that like a? Ain't that one of your boys that do the do the dreads? That's a. I forgot what he's on. What black show is he on? Like Moesha or something? You got all of them. Jack A. What? Sh- now I'm baffled. What show is that dude on? The Parkers? Yeah, the Parkers. Oh, so he, he, <laughs> Professor Ogilvy brought him with him. Oh, this ain't the trailer I wanted. I wanted the one where it had like Marcus Houston and that show trash. <laughs> that show very trash. Anywho, Franklin. Oops. <laughs> yeah, Dang, I don't yeah, know how to. Off. I we got thrown off because it's usually the other way around. We ain't did any uh, podcasting like last two years. Yeah. I feel like. Alright, so I think we're still doing the podcast I think we're still I recording think, I think um, so Yeah, so uh, <laughs> You see any movies since the last episode? 
Yeah, I saw uh, Baby Driver again. Okay. As well as Spider-Man Homecoming. All right, let's hold off on Spider-Man Homecoming real quick. So, anything change about Baby Driver? Were you seen it for the second time? Nope. It it did well in being just as good as it was the first time. Because now this time I was anticipating some of the stuff I liked when I watched it the first time. So, it was still real enjoyable watching it again. Cool. So, if you want to hear about it, listen to that last episode. All right. So, I saw Spider-Man Homecoming as well. But... I'm going to run through these thousands of other movies I saw. Because when you're on the couch all weekend <laughs> and you don't feel like watching just TV shows, you're going to watch a bajillion movies. I literally watched seven movies yesterday at home. <laughs> so, first up, at the movies, I saw Despicable Me 3. I think it's about time we uh, call it quitsies on these Despicable Me movies. <laughs> For some fact, this didn't make as much as Minions did. And the minions were, they were not even, like, really, like, the side characters that they were in the previous movies. Dang. The three main minions, who are their names? Eric, Donovan, and Steve. <laughs> They're Bob. <laughs> Joe, Bob, and... Whatever they are. Thomas. They weren't the... <laughs> I don't tell what their names are. I can't even tell you if they were actually in this movie. They surely weren't the main minions that were uh, the ones that had the most spotlight. Dang. That made me think, oh, y'all really think these three, uh... <laughs> These three characters are a franchise. They can't even be in this movie anymore. That's crazy. So that was kind of annoying. Um, Trey Parker, who played the villain in the movie, he was the best part of the movie. Every time he would speak, I would just think of South Park because <laughs> that's all you hear on that show. Uh, he should have wrote the movie. It would have been a little funnier. It would have probably been rated R. Uh-huh. But this is definitely my... Stop cutting off. This is my least favorite Despicable Me movies. The, I don't like that the girls haven't aged. Oh, yeah. Um, and I feel like I'm getting old because some of the little jokes I will laugh at, like maybe like last year or two years ago, <laughs> I didn't laugh at here, and it was making me mad. But like I said, as a whole, I think this franchise has reached its fatigue. I think it's showing the money it's making. So even though it's still making a bunch of money, but nowhere near as much as it was before, especially with the spinoff. So it might be time for one more Minions movie, and then let's call it Dunsies on Despicable Me for at yeah. least three to five years so these new kids can be born and grow up and then let introduce them to these little minions despicable me all right next i uh, watched part of my homecoming moving on from that continue my blu-ray marathon at home watched pain and gain it's still a good movie but after you've seen it a few times the pizzazz that it, you had when you first watched it and enjoyed it it's kind of lost it kind of goes Back down to where, like, people who didn't like the movie, that's where you start to sit at. Still enjoyable. Dwayne Johnson, like, the second half of the movie is when he starts to become real enjoyable. I didn't like that his character carried a skateboard around but never rode on it. That was very weird because we all know Dwayne Rock Johnson can't ride a skateboard. <laughs> He'll probably break it as soon as he steps on it. <laughs> um, but it's still, it's still an entertaining movie. I'm sure I would still like it if I was to see it for the very first time. It's just I don't like that they kind of changed a lot from the original story basically made Dwayne Johnson's character a combination of a thousand dudes and then try to play mm-hmm. it off like that's not what they did but other than that still an enjoyable movie next I watched Akja or how you pronounce that movie hey, on I'm Netflix it. this movie kind of booty I ain't even gonna lie it ain't got the same entertaining the cool interesting weird factor that Snowpiercer had 
Jake Gyllenhaal was a bright spot because he was like a weird, energetic, jealous doctor. So whenever he was in the movie, which wasn't as much as I would have liked, he kind of stole the show. I just all it basically did was remind you about the relationship between you and your animals and how your animal might could be made food if it gets put in the wrong hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there was like a animal rape scene, or yeah. at least the sounds from it. So. <laughs> That was disappointing. So I was disappointed in the movie. It wasn't like trash, trash, but it was definitely nowhere near as good as I was expecting it to be. Moving back into my Blu-ray marathon, I watched Captain America the First Avenger. Great movie, but when you watch this movie, you like, dang, I didn't know that the quality of this franchise inside the MCU would grow to be so great, you know, with uh, Winter Soldier and Civil War. You think you just go and get like a, just another entertaining feature length films after the first one, but they definitely raise the stakes and get even better and better. Um, his, I keep forgetting that his body was another dude's body with his head placed on it, mm-hmm. so that's not as weird as it was the first time. So I can get over it. I like the way the movie was shot. It was had that I like to call it like an old timey war with a blockbuster vibe tent use, and it fits perfectly with the movie. Red Skull was a cool villain, but I wish he had more, uh, like, more parts in the action. And when he disappears at the end, I'll still never get over how they don't really explain that. It's just like, oh, I got the, uh, <laughs> the Tesseract or whatever. Mess with that, then I get sent to a different place. And I really wish they would bring him back or bring him up, because how he disappears from there is very mind-boggling. But it's still a great movie. I forgot about that. Moving on, watched Star Trek Into Darkness. This is a good movie. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch as the not so surprised villain Khan. Still yeah, never get over it. I don't know it. why they tried to. <laughs> they really tried to keep that a secret. Like, we well, you know, they called him John Harrison. He was going to make a villain with the most plainest name in the entire world. <laughs> they couldn't think of nothing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But the movie's entertaining. I don't know why, when I see Chris Pine, something about him just makes me like. Be a little skeptical about him, but then when you watch his movies, again, uh-huh, he's like, I forgot this dude entertaining. Yeah, I, I don't c- go out to the movies to see Chris Pine, <laughs> but then when he's in it, like, oh, satisfied customer. <laughs> so that's a little weird. Uh, of course, they had the they switched up instead of Spock dying, uh, Captain Kirk dies, and then Spock goes on a rampage and beats that uh, beats Khan up. But all in all, it's just an entertaining movie. I don't know if I would say it's better than the first Star Trek, but. It's definitely, I definitely liked it more than I liked Star Trek Beyond. Moving on, I also watched a forgetting comedy, A Haunted House. <laughs> it don't matter how many times I watch this childish movie, it is hilarious <laughs> to me every single time. I don't care that I got a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't care that. My favorite part, such the entertainer. Uh, he He's hilarious. <laughs> His uh, performance when he went into that room for the first time. Well, what's her name? <laughs> that scene is classic. Atheon Crockett scene is hysterical to this day. <laughs> Nick Swartzen, when he first comes into the movie, is hilarious. And uh, what's that dude's name? David Kocher, Kochner, whatever how you pronounce his name. His scenes are hilarious. This is just a funny movie. People need to give, uh, uh, I almost call him Malcolm Wayne's. Marlon Wayne's his props. This movie might be very childish, and the <laughs> sequel might be nowhere near as good as or funny as this one. But this movie hilarious. <laughs> you just got to give him his props. So, watch that. And last but not 
Is this last? Nope, this ain't last. Second to last, I watched How to Train Your Dragon 2. Oof. Great movie. Great little animated feature. Nice little story. Wholesome little story. Nice little animations. I proceeded to try to watch the uh, how to making of it. Then I looked at it. It was 54 minutes long. Woo. I was like, nah, we're just going to move on to another movie. And that movie was a movie I literally forgot I had. August Osage County or Osage County. <laughs> this was one of the movies. I probably should have just rented it, but what I wanted to watch it the, the second time. But this was back then where if I wanted to watch a movie, I was buying it off of Amazon. But when I was watching the movie, this movie was still good. It's literally just it's based off a of play, so it's one of those movies that's all script. And Julia Roberts was over the top, as was Meryl Streep, but in a good way. So all their conversations were crazy because they they just they ain't a white trash family, but they're a uh, ridiculous white family and all the shenanigans they get into on the weekend or days around the father's death. So if you like little drama comedies based off of plays and you like Meryl Streep, this is a entertaining flick. And that's all I watched at home so let's move on to spider-man homecoming i want to zoom all the way to the very end <laughs> where that forced reveal of yeah my friends call me mj <laughs> i went ahead and just ignored it just kept the movie how it was don't get me wrong spoiler alert. movie was great uh-huh. but that was the most forced thing like Chris in the news I ain't playing Mary Jane I'm playing MJ though but I ain't playing Mary Jane and that's then crazy said yo our new person leader is gonna be Michelle and then she says mind you she's always she, throughout the movie she said I don't got friends yeah and then she says my friends call me MJ if that wasn't one of the most forced type of they probably Easter doubled eggs, back did it like, yeah. we, we know for sure the rest of this movie good, <laughs> so we just gonna force something in here. That's what Sony did. That was Sony's idea. Yeah, they was like, Y'all gotta at least call her MJ. They're like, it don't make sense. Like, I don't care. They have to be <laughs> the Gwen Stacy or MJ gotta be in this movie some some shape or form. <laughs> so I don't care if you got force at the end, force it in. They should literally say her name and the next one say her name is like uh Mary Michelle. Or uh, Michelle Mayer or something crazy. If they try to change her name from Michelle. For one, I don't know what the J's gonna stand for. What goes with Michelle? Michelle Jane? Yeah, Michelle Jenkins. Michelle Johnson or something. Michelle Johnson Jenkins. <laughs> so that's gonna be interesting to see what little uh, little yeah. corner they wrote themselves into. <laughs> they should just go on and act like her name is Mary and like they never said Michelle. <laughs> they should. They lucky the wrestling movie was great because uh-huh. that threw me off. And on top of that, the timeline is all wacky. it's off by two years <laughs> or three years, I believe. Hey, so the movie. If you already seen the movie. Starts with uh, they gotta double back and fix that too. Start with how the, they let that get past them. I think they're even confused because the movie <laughs> starts out <laughs> after the Avengers, which they say took place in 2012 when the yes. movie came out. Mm-hmm. Then it zooms ahead to eight years later, which would mean we are technically in 2020 right now when this movie takes place. Dang. Civil War. <laughs> took place right before this movie, literally like a month or so. That took place right around the time it was supposed to. Everything took place when it was supposed to. This movie all decided to jump ahead eight years for no reason. That is weird. 
That is crazy. They they lucky. These movies are real good because these little details. I wonder if could build up and become a problem. I feel like they didn't even do that on purpose. They I don't think they're really confused. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think they don't even know. They can't even explain it because they're ultimately confused. Because if since this is the most recent one, and since it jumped to 2020, if uh, Thor Ragnarok takes place in 2020 or beyond they're gonna make themselves too far into the future one of these times and i don't even think this is supposed to take place in 2020 i really I, think it's, it's not supposed it's supposed to take all they had to do was change it to five they was off three years i i really want to sit with the people behind the scenes like all right y'all done pigeonhole yourselves an article about it but i didn't get let me look this up they really pigeonhole themselves because they like to say all of these movies take place now when they come out. <laughs> they said eight years later. They really? That wasn't needed. They could have just said moved on to the future. I'd have been cool. I wonder if they meant to set it up where it was maybe eight years later from Iron Man 2 or something like that. I have no But clue. the way they set it up shows that they meant after the Avengers movie, which I'm tired of them only referencing the first Avengers movie and not the <laughs> blowing up and all that stuff that happened in the second one. Because the Netflix shows, it's always after the incident. On yeah. This movie, is that set, take place after the incident? I think, they may look like 9-11 in, in <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> I think only in Civil War and when they mentioned the Sokovia Accords, oh, yeah. they, they mentioned that the fact they literally lifted a city off the ground in a different country. Yeah. Probably over there. If this movie was, you know, we cared about overseas stuff, they'd mention it more. But this would have been like a perfect time. Well, not that scene in particular, but something like that would have been a perfect time to mention uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or literally just have... Defenders. Y'all in New York. Or, um... Oh, maybe. Them people don't exist in 2020. They die in the, uh, (laughs) Infinity (laughs) Infinity (laughs) That's probably mad theories. Spider-Man would be, uh, the perfect one for Clark, or, uh, Coulson to come back. Mm-hmm. Because everybody else still think he's dead. It's five years later, and they still think he's dead. He must not be making no noise on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, they are underground, I guess. But he could appear in like one of these movies, like a quick little cameo or something. Perfect, just a you know, little nod that, yo, we ain't forgot about this character that we wanted to kill off, but fans liked, so we made a show around him. Mm. But all right, so moving forward into the movie... What did you think about the movie as a whole? I thought it was a great movie. I'm still trying to find that time period thing. Uh, Tom Holland was great in it. Um, if you had to like offer your first ranking without putting too much thought in it, where would you rank in terms of your uh, Peter Parker's between him, Andrew Garfield, and uh, Toby? I'm going to go... His name is Toby. <laughs> That is crazy. First of all, Andrew Garfield's last name is Garfield. These dudes got some crazy names. <laughs> it's funny, like, when they put a picture of them, each one of them in their suits next to each other yeah, with the Tom, mask off. <laughs> one looks better than the both of them. You always forget that Andrew Garfield has his that hair big was head of hair. <laughs> How did that fit in his mask? And not look all lumpy. So I'm going to go Tom Holland... I guess Andrew Garfield and then Toby. But if we go in by the way they would look as like a Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield was 
Yeah, like he, he's he little. <laughs> <laughs> he looked a little weird. Yeah, I think if I had to, what I think about it so far, I would only pick put Andrew Garf or Toby. Nope, Tom Holland first, <laughs> only because I think he like literally embodies. Peter and Parker. he's actually a kid. Yeah, like t- uh, Andrew Garfield was thirty playing a junior, or <laughs> whatever he was. <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating; he truly was thirty years old. Like Tom Holland literally looks like he could be play somebody young. He has he has the ability to act like a fourteen year old or whatever age fourteen fifteen year old. But Andrew Garfield still did a great job in the role. But he had other factors. If we're gonna compare, yeah, he wasn't surrounded by a great movie. Yeah, Tom, uh, uh, yeah, Tom Holland was great. I like how, um, even though this wasn't an origin movie, they still did origin s things like show how he still struggles with his suit. He mm-hmm. struggles like he ain't the perfect, he ain't a flawless superhero. Yeah. He still struggles to fight, f- uh, fly, use everything. Yeah, he sweet. Still makes they definitely incorporated his kid mindset into his decisions. Which definitely made sense. So you don't really got to start from the very beginning, especially since we've seen it a thousand times already. Yeah. Even though I didn't like that much that he had a little girl version of Jarvis in his <laughs> suit. <laughs> that suit had everything. <laughs> that was crazy. Then he turned down turned down the Iron Spider suit at the end. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yes. Well, no, I don't care about spoilers. Everybody's seen this. Movie. Yeah. If you ain't seen it, for all our no listeners out there, if you ain't seen the movie, then <laughs> I don't know what your problem is. I liked when they showed the, uh, the um, what's it called, the cast list, and usually it goes in order of who's in the movie the most or the biggest stars. It went Tom Holland, obviously, Michael Keaton, John Favreau, Zendaya, <laughs> Donald Glover. <laughs> yeah, they went by big names yeah. in the movie. I, did, I thought Zendaya was going to be in this movie a lot. Yeah. More than what she was. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess she wasn't like the love interest. Yeah. I kind of like how they did that, though. Make her pop up, say something funny, move on. Yeah, it makes it like it shows that they actually have plans. Yeah. Because obviously she's going to be in the next movie more. Yeah. Love interest, probably. Li- the girl who played Liz Allen, I forget her name, was like Laura something. Uh huh, she's tall. She is a giant. I Gr- granted, she- Zendaya's giant, but they didn't, haven't got to put her next to Tom Holland too much. Yeah, but when she was standing next to him, he looked crazy. I was like, why are the trailers? Does she look kind of short? <laughs> nah, that girl is tall. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see if they bring her back in the movies or something. I doubt it. Yeah. But Maybe yeah. in like three or something. Yeah, see. But Michael Keaton was great. Yeah, he was good. Like he wasn't even like over the top. Nope. But I think he was great because like he's just a great actor. But also his character had like layers to him that made sense yeah, of what like he was that. doing. And then when he pulled the Desi out on uh, Peter yeah, at the end funny. of the movie, <laughs> he was like, "All right, this got a little, this got serious <laughs> real fast." He's like, "All right, I'm gonna just let you see the gun. I'm gonna threaten you real quick because you done lost your mind." He put the pieces together real fast. He's pretty uh-huh. smart. <laughs> but yeah, that I thought was crazy. He's definitely one of the best villains. The Scorpio tease at the end credit scenes was nice, but get a different actor. Yeah, the <laughs> I think it was just, yeah the actors they have <laughs> playing these uh, sinister uh, what's that? sinister six yeah sinister six uh, villains. They only got one famous one so far. Get I mean, a different King Woodbine or whatever. Pull a, pull a Thanos. If really y'all should. want him in the movie, that's fine. Y'all can even show his face like y'all just did. Get uh-huh. a completely different looking actor and make Get him the same a, person. Who's ready to play a villain in one of these movies? 
that ain't been in a superhero movie, even though it doesn't matter nowadays. <laughs> yeah, they get they. It seems like they, they get like Jonah Hill or somebody <laughs> who's apparently is in shape again. But if he blows up again, his heart's gonna stop. He's done. <laughs> There's only so much the body can take. You can't fluctuate Jesus like that. Christ. <laughs> uh, what was that movie called? War Dogs? <laughs> I need to find this picture of John the Hill when he's skinny now. Like, what is he about to shoot? A 23 Jump Street? Where is 23 Jump Street? I ain't heard that little yeah. Men in Black crossover news in forever. John Hill in I got so many things I done pulled up. I got the. But whatever the yeah, this is the way Jonah Hill looks now. If he blows back up, my man is gone. You like Chris Pratt? <laughs> Chris Pratt. Uh, you see them just or Jurassic World, the Lost Kingdom, whatever it was called, pictures. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. Looking like he kind of looked in a. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 2. A little yeah. frumpy. Yeah, he's not, he's not working out like he <laughs> did to get in the first one. Because yeah. his face was real thin in the first one. Now he's going back to getting close to Parks and Rec, Chris Pratt. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. He's he getting his CT body <laughs> from the challenge. CT yeah. and them new pictures. He's just fat now. <laughs> <laughs> my, man, my man has left. He has gave up. He's like, I'm too old for this. I've been doing I'm this for dad. too long. <laughs> Oh man! I'm still looking this up. What else from the movie was great? It was movie was funny throughout. John Favreau was funny. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was good. I wonder how much money he made for this movie. Probably to do, fifty million <laughs> to do like five minutes. I like that they try to make it out to seem like his role was a lot bigger than it was, but it wasn't as big, which was cool. Um, shows shows they didn't rely on too much. Dude who played Ned, he was funny. Um, the dude who played Flash, he was annoying and funny at the same time. Who else was in this flick? Uh, the Captain America's little PSAs were funny. Oh, yeah, the one at the end was funny. Uh, Donald Glover played him. Why did they, like, they kind of stereotype cast him sometimes. <laughs> They're like, all right, you black. We're going to make you play like a, a typical black person, walk like a stereotypical black person, rock the chain, <laughs> yeah. had that mellow vibe like him. He had the same outfit on. People, Wasn't it a different day? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> People who was, uh, I was leaving the theater and they were trying to describe him to their friend. It was like, you know, Donald Glover, the black one. person didn't understand. I was like... Donald Glover, he was the black dude in the movie. That was like the black one. All I kept hearing was the black one, the black one, the black one. And then they would sprinkle in Childish Gambino. That, the black one. And I was like, this is out of control. Dang. Then they pronounced, uh, when they was telling about the Easter egg with Miles Morales and him being his uncle, they pronounced Miles Morales as Miles Morales or something very Mexican. Um... I liked how the action scenes in the movie weren't, like, over the top and, like, super ridiculous like they like are in the other movies because he's just a kid, so him being put in those situations wouldn't be necessarily believable, and it made the movie more grounded in the terms that they were trying to do. So I thought they were cool. And other than that, this is just another great movie. It's hard to pigeon which one I like better between if we're comparing Marvel movies for this year with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and Spider-Man Homecoming, but 
guess you'll have to listen to the podcast at the end of the year to see where those movies fall on the end of the year list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a little bit of information. For one, the fact that uh, where's this at? I am so hungry. That uh, Captain America: First Avenger, Iron Man Two, The Incredible Hulk, and Thor all took place in within a span of a week. <laughs> That's what they're saying. They called it referred to it as Nick Fury's big week. Okay, of course, Captain America: First Avenger takes place way on the past till he wakes up. Mm-hmm. Iron Man or. Iron Man takes place. I think Iron Man doesn't. Iron Man two take place before the Incredible Hulk. I believe, let me double check. I got the list. And then I know Thor and Thor and Thor and Iron Man. No, not Thor. And, Thor and Iron Man two. So it's it's Captain America: First Avenger. And then they put the shows in there. So Agent Carter. And then it's First Avenger, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, then the Incredible Hulk, then Thor, then the Avengers, Uh Iron Man 3, Thor Dark World, Mm -hmm. Winter Soldier, Mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, Mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Mm -hmm. um, bunch bunch of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff, Ant-Man, um... Doctor Strange. Where's these are so Civil War. This is so hard to read. The ending of Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's then obviously in the apparently in the distant future, <laughs> Spider-Man: Homecoming. They have the layout right. They just need to pick the years. All I gotta do is just change a little, little do a little tinkering here and there, and it won't be annoying. It's crazy that for one, the fact that all that one stuff happened in a week. Yeah, the world's probably going nuts. <laughs> like, <laughs> that should be what? chaos. It, y'all talking about all this stuff that keeps happening? Of course, they ain't gonna like put with the daredevils and all that good stuff goes in and on there. All right, before we move on from this movie, anything else you want to add about it? Uh, I'm trying to. It was all around good movie. It was funny. The action was cool. Is this your favorite Spider-Man movie or probably? For one, it's the freshest, and if you break it down, if you do it by process of elimination, it's better than Amazing Spider-Man 2 by a lot. <laughs> it's better than Spider-Man 3 by a lot. Yep. I'm assuming it's better than Spider-Man 1. It's better than Amazing Spider-Man 1. Then it's better than 2, probably. Or uh, Spider-Man 2. I would say... This one is probably one I will watch more because it's funnier, and I just like the story more. Overall cast. The action is better in Spider-Man 2, though, than it was in this movie. Graphics are definitely better in this one (laughs) than it was in that one, too. So it has a majority of stuff going for it. Right now, I don't know if I say it was better because I haven't seen Spider-Man 2 in forever, but I would definitely watch it more than I watched Spider-Man 2. I need yeah. to go back in. I want to go one of these weekends because this weekend I almost kind of play watching all the Godfathers. That's almost <laughs> twelve hours of work you got to put in. So one of these weekends I'm gonna watch all the Spider Mans one through three, then one through two, and then Spider Man Homecoming. But this will probably happen after Spider Man Homecoming comes out on Blue Rizzle. All right. So once again, this is just showing 
Marvel knows what they're doing. Sony uh, tagged along for the ride, <laughs> and they're reaping all the benefits off of it. Uh-huh. And DCU is still in the back, riding off of the success that Bro- Wonder Woman is their highest grossing movie of all time. <laughs> or in their that's, little, little that's crazy. franchise or whatever. All right, before we move on to the topic for this week's episode, I started finally going back to listen to the three episodes I'm behind on. Got oh, to yeah. one and a half. So I only have a, <laughs> a episode reflection on episode 58. And it's just, I sounded real racist talking about me going to see All Eyes on Me. <laughs> just, that sounded real like I was one of those KKK members at that rally this past weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I heard it was going down in Virginia with the White Hoods. Right. <laughs> that is crazy to think that there still is KKK rallies. <laughs> I'm gonna go to one. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I just want to record and see how how many n words and <laughs> racial slurs I can hear. Oh man! Just get some footage of it. All right. So you got anything you want to start out with for this Oof. episode? Not that I can think of, cause I ain't look up nothing. All right. I'll go ahead. First up, let's jump into the Fast and the Furious <laughs> franchise. They got some news jumping out this or that have been popping up this past weekend. After uh, Gary Gray said he don't necessarily agree with Michelle Rodriguez and her whole, <laughs> her whole take she had last week. He also alluded to the fact that a CGI Paul Walker almost had a bigger role in the movie or even had a role at all. Um, first question I have for you, why was this option? <laughs> did they want the tears to well up or did they really think that they didn't have a franchise without Paul Walker in it? Hmm. I have no clue. Like, if, if you're going to put him in the movie, <laughs> it's either you got to go all in or you got to have, like, small cameo at the bottom. Yeah. Don't try to make him a little side character who comes in for, like, one mission at the end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they should have. Nah. He died. <laughs> yeah. We- in real life. <laughs> I guess we just got loot. They should have killed him in the movies. Did That's it? my preference, even though I don't know the classy way to do it. They surely killed John Ritter on uh, <laughs> Seven Rules or whatever that show is called. Yeah, they, they didn't care. So they can, and he died in a car crash on the show. Yeah, they didn't care. Killed Paul Walker in a car crash in the movies. Yeah, then we wouldn't have to... We It'll make have to. me comfortable, because the whole time they was doing all them uh, missions and stuff, I'm like, why ain't Paul Walker there? Especially right. when his best friend is flipping out. <laughs> <laughs> and we would have, we would have these issues of... Will there or won't they? Now they got the option of putting him in the movie. If he was dead in the movies, ain't no going back. He's just dead. Y'all can show pictures of him and whatnot. Don't try to bring his CGI character back in this joint. Alright. Also with F. Gary Gray, he said he is unsure about if he will return to the series. Mm. Something about he started a little production company. He got other stuff going on. He popping now. Um, Do you want him to return? Or would you want someone else to take the mantle? I wouldn't mind him returning, but uh, if we find somebody new, it got to be somebody who knows how to make an extravagant movie. I don't want it grounded. I want it astronomical. Oh, they can't literally in space. Take them up in space. <laughs> he said he doesn't. He sees that as uh, he wouldn't be shocked if that became an option. Mm. So this space talk is building up. <laughs> they going to space. <laughs> they going to space by ten. They have to. 10 and they you might as well end it like that <laughs> and they just stay on space too <laughs> on a cliffhanger them just on mars can't figure out how to get back home all of them i think so james gunn may need to direct this he could i can see him doing it 
movie would be so weird. Or let Justin Lin come back. Somebody, one of these people. We all know I'm down with James Wan, but once Aquaman come out, he gonna be popping again. <laughs> so <laughs> he ain't gonna have time to be doing all these movies. Who's directing Flash? Is he? No, I said who's directing oh. Flash? Did they find some? That just made me think about if they. Oh, have I don't somebody. think so. Cause didn't someone else leave on the low? Nah, they said they're sticking around. I mean, I won't be shocked. We'll probably go at least do two more directors with the Flash. If Ezra Miller leaves, he should leave. He shouldn't have been cast in the first place. <laughs> Weird looking fella. Even even I was him, like, all right, <laughs> this enough is enough. <laughs> I don't know why Kiersey Clemens is sticking around. Right, that contract. Oh uh, yeah. Hey, I wouldn't. Have, I ain't signing no DC contract. I'm we doing word of mouth. All right. I'm signing the day of shit to shoot. <laughs> Y'all ain't getting me with this signing months ahead mm-hmm. of time. Lose the director that I wanted. All right. So besides uh, James Gunn possibly doing a. F- Fast and the Furious. Who would you want to do the next the next one if uh, F. Gary Gray don't do it? I already said Edgar Wright to do. I want him to do the last one, uh, only if he writes the movie. Uh-huh. But uh, what other director could you see being a good fit? I'll take one either one of the legacy directors like uh, Justin Lin, James Wan, John oh, Singleton. Nah, I'm good on him. <laughs> He put a, in his Tupac script, he had Tupac getting raped in jail. My brother was literally, he was telling me about that a couple weeks ago. It was like, they didn't even put the Tupac rape in the movie. I was like, yeah, they did. They just didn't show, because he didn't rape the girl. He was like, no, when Tupac actually got raped in jail. I was like, oh, Tupac got uh, his booty fond of what? I mean, <laughs> I mean, that interview, he was very adamant about yeah, nah, he, he was. He went overboard. Yeah, he actually, he could have just laughed it off like, y'all silly. Nah, my man was doing a lot of huffing and puffing. Talking about he had to write little girls, uh... Ain't no little letter. girls write him. Like, Tupac, like you got raped. I'm so the... sad for you. If I was raped, I'd be dead. That's <laughs> drastic. Yeah, come on. You got raped. This is what he it gonna is. gonna get raped to death? <laughs> you got raped. It's fine. Dang, it's all right, Tupac. Now He's, he it's... got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> he got it somehow. Patrick Johnson? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Wait, Johnson. I gotta look at the timeline. <laughs> Because did he get it in that? When did Easy die and when did Magic get it? Did Magic Johnson give Easy E AIDS? Oh, shoot. Dang. Magic Johnson killed Easy E. How come the serum didn't kill Magic? Magic got that. When you 6'7 or 6'8 or 6'10, whatever he is. He still had enough uh, non AIDS <laughs> blood cells to stay alive. But Easy E being 5'2. Dang. When it attacked him, it, it attacked him hard. Magic Johnson killed Easy. R.I.P. Easy. We figured Easy it out it. all these years later. Dang, they were saying, did Suge Knight stab him up with some AIDS juice? Did <laughs> the Goonies rape him? If Suge Knight did that, he is the best villain of all. I mean, when he was on Jimmy time. Kimmel, he said, he said something. I'm gonna give him that Easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is the best. He's the best real life villain in the world. In the Defiant documentary, they said how nice of a guy he was. Nah, when they not first the way started, these movies. They, he was invite Jimmy Iovine was inviting him over to the house to play football. I don't want to play football with him. He's too big. <laughs> hey, if it was Hitler and Suge, hey. who the best real life villain out there? That's a toss up. Uh, they should do like a Sinister Six movie with real life. They Hitler, Suge <laughs> Knight, uh, other people. I don't know. Probably some races in there. <laughs> oh um, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, besides, so you said one of the legacies. Oh, yeah. Who else? 
Besides, let's, let's get let's one leg non legacy director that you think will be a good fit. I'm trying to think who's good. I would say somebody. Uh, nah, I was gonna say Zack Snyder. He could. I mean, he, the movie be too dark. It wouldn't be funny. <laughs> and he's dealing with some uh, stuff right now. But his his style would definitely fit. Uh huh. I, I would, just want it to be humorous and not dark. Looking just, just looking at this picture reminds me because watching um, Preacher and stuff, seeing what uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are doing with that. Oh yeah. If they were, it's about time. But I know they they're very hesitant after Green Hornet. <laughs> but if they were to take their ridiculous minds, put that towards ridiculous action scenes and Fast and the Furious, and then throw some lines in the movie for Vin Diesel to say and Tyrese. That would be pretty freaking hilarious. And, and then one of their boys can be the new team member of the Fast team. Yeah, like Michael Cera come and be Paul Walker's replacement. He would be so weird. As <laughs> they both wear jeans and chucks. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Paul Walker would have threw on some jeans. Shorts. If it was the Paul Walker from Too Fast, Too Furious, his outfit would have been bananas. His? He had the chucks, baggy shorts. <laughs> Great. His style was nutty in that movie. <laughs> it made him look chunky, which yeah. I know he wasn't. It made him look like he was R. Kelly on a double-up cover. He too old to be wearing these clothes. Oh, Furious man. 7, he just had you know, the little tight uh-huh. hoodie, little jeans. action scenes. Man, he looked normal. Who else could direct it? I don't know. One of them. Yeah, they're going to get... They're going to pull something out of that. Vin Diesel going to direct, mess around directing next oh, movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's done everything else with these movies. <laughs> Why not direct it? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, man. All right, completely shifting gears here. One of my favorite actors, Ryan Gosling, is a rep- allegedly inter- interested in playing Willy Wonka in a oh, prequel movie. That's man. <laughs> Does this... Uh, how you see this going? I mean, have, I, you have any interest with this? Sure, he would do a great job, but I don't necessarily need no more Char- Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, I think of Willy Wonka. Didn't I R. Think Kelly McGowan called Chocolate Factory? What? He's nasty. His was probably about poop. Because <laughs> I know he likes to like pee on g- little girls. This is probably about pooping on them. Yeah, and he likes youngins. Willy Wonka takes me as a uh, a Jared Fogel type. <laughs> so. He likes it. I can't remember an album called Chocolate Factory. Thanks. He's the Willy Wonka, and all his little children are his Charlies. And He's the Pied Riley Piper. Bogart. He gets away with When you make good stuff, you get away <laughs> with <a> murder. murder. <laughs> you can blatantly say, oh, I man. like little kids. <laughs> a if, video could come out. A video did, did come out. And he may step in the name of love. And and we like, forgot. <laughs> <laughs> like, how we forget that? Hey, he may trapped in the, the closet. One uh-huh. through fifty, <laughs> and we let that go by the wayside. Yeah, I want to run them all in order. After five, from five to like ten, is shaky. Mm-hmm. After that, it's not. It's no longer songs. <laughs> it's just a beat of him talking. The story's garbage too. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean, of course, I'm interested in whatever Ryan Gosling does. But that the character of Willy Wonka just is very is odd to me. I only think people like Johnny Depp. Should do it, and Tim Burton should direct. That's the vibe I have. Those were scary though. The <laughs> first, the first uh, Willy Wonka wasn't. Oh, uh, with Gene. Yeah, that wasn't spooky. Like, except for that scene, they went that yeah, tunnel. Yeah, he was. Uh... <laughs> it was like Tim Burton went back in time, directed that scene, and then went back to the present. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm just focused on uh, Ryan Gosling's little role as Neil Armstrong or whatever little movie he got coming out with. What's that La La Land director's name? I almost called him Justin Chatwin. <laughs> what is his name? <laughs> it ain't a war season. I don't remember your names. I want to think of it without looking. Right. Something basic, I think. Lala. Shaz. Shaz. Damien Chazelle. There we go. Whew. All he had to do was pull out the Shaz. <laughs> <laughs> On that, uh, tilt your hat like Tango to think of Tango's uh-huh. name. <laughs> Moving on to a little somber note. Stan Lee's wife died this week at a... Rest in peace, which had me in fear of uh, Stan Lee going ahead and following her home. (laughs) (laughs) That's the right phrasing. That leads me to the question. How long do you give Stan Lee now? Because his wife gone, his right-hand woman. Dang, knock on wood, the top of next year. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want him to die. Uh, Worst case scenario. Yeah, I want him to live forever, though. Yeah, I don't see him making it past next year, which is that unfortunate. Is <laughs> so hopefully he got he rich. So hopefully he got some uh, some uh, be able to stay alive for forever genes that uh, uh-huh. not Bet Midler, but <laughs> Dor- not Doris Burke. She ain't that old. And uh, I don't think she's alive. Is she dead? Wait, no, no. <laughs> I mix Doris Burke first of all. Doris Burke from basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I trying to say? She I owed. messed her up with Doris Roberts, who I think is dead. Is she dead? Because I know the dad from that's dead. She mm. seems dead. Look at Doris Burke. I mean, Doris <laughs> Roberts. Who am I trying to think of? Betty White. Oh, yeah. Betty White disappeared, though, so yeah, she may be. She like- might be quietly sick. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody put an APB on Betty White. <laughs> Please. And watching Power, when you see Charlie Murphy on there. That man is very skinny, and it was like he was definitely dealing with his sickness issue when he was shooting that show. And I also don't like that he's going to be on this show this fall in BT. Dang. It's, it's, that, uh, it's that comedy or that tour he did with George Lopez. Oh, yeah. They made like a little show out of that. Right. Also on BT is yeah, a show. Yeah, George Roberts died last year. Okay. You see that show Tales on BT? I ain't watch it, but I... I uh, heard about it. <sighs> okay. First off, I like the concept. Sounds interesting. Yeah, the concept seems cool. So I recorded it. Go to press play the first time. I see two-hour runtime. I immediately exit. I was not prepared to watch a two-hour <laughs> TV show. <laughs> so then a couple of days later, I go back to it. I think it took me like maybe a couple of days to watch it. I didn't like the concept of this episode. It was a nice try, but it takes like uh, – it flips it. So instead of black people being the minority – people white people take their place and black people are putting them in with white people and it does around a police shooting so a black cop shoots a white kid and the white people are furious isn't that what, what um <laughs> uh that one show with Sinai Lathan and oh shots fired ain't that the same concept I think shots fired was it had had a black cop shooting a white kid and a white cop shooting a black kid and they yeah, just that's too difficult. tell the uh, did the how they focus on the black cop killing and all that stuff whatever, but um so yeah they did this I was watching it Boris Kojo was on there playing a, a lawyer <laughs> course uh they my doppelganger oh gosh of course Clifton Powell's in there he's in everything black <laughs> I'm just watching this like. I don't like this because even like at the end when the white people rioted, 
because they had to ride on all the black cops. They showed like little clips. So they showed like a quick clip of a white slave being hung back in the day. That's crazy. They put a white person in Rodney King's shoes, so it was <laughs> a white dude getting beaten <laughs> instead of a black person. Yikes. I was like, yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> this just, something about this just don't rock with me. Nice, nice try, though. But on the next episode, they're doing a Meek Mill song, and it's not even a famous Meek Mill song, so Lord. they already losing me. But all right, so back to Stanley. We said some. You said top of next year. <laughs> I'm giving it to the end of next year. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, it's much longer than that because we ain't trying to see this uh, great individual leave. But when you you see in instances when you take somebody close who's mm-hmm. very old, it's like they body stops trying. So they need to either do all his cameos now or find new cameo man. Yeah, who would be the new cameo? Man? Is Jack Kirby still alive? You got any kids? Yeah, he has, I think his daughter's name, like, Joan something. I think well, his same name as a wife. Well, I guess she needs to be in it. Yeah, she's like 50 or 60 something. Dang, then she's going to be wrapping up right after. <laughs> <laughs> ain't going to be cool who's... Nah, if it ain't Stan Lee, then just stop, I guess. They're going to have to transform, or trans, or move it to letting Kevin Feig, 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 whatever his name is, he's going to be Cameo Man. That would be so crazy. And people are not going to get it because they don't know what he looked like. Surely don't, <laughs> except for the meme. Like he gave Amy Pascal that look like, like me. What are you making up stuff? <laughs> He's like, you so lucky we wanted Spider-Man back in this universe. Because <laughs> I wouldn't even be sitting next to you. <laughs> we are letting y'all get away with murder. I already have a feeling the sequel going to be trash. I'm scared. Because Sony going to want even more input. You know, I just we- want Venom to be in this universe. Yeah, they ain't never going to get that right. It's never going to align where from now on where the, the grade-A villain... Goes up against the great A superhero, and it uh. like makes sense because we see what's happening right now with the Joker. We already had our good Joker. The Joker <laughs> and Batman lining up to make great movies is probably not going to happen. Oof. And I can't, I don't even can't even name like the main villains for the other ones that are super popular. We can't get Fantastic Four right, and they never will apparently <laughs> unless they beg they beg for it back. They need to just get all the stuff back, including X-Men. Because X-Men is all over the place right now. They got like six movies in production. Or at least let, let them oversee it. Like, um, well, let us be the executive producer on all y'all movies. So when y'all show it to us, we can say either go back and remake <laughs> the whole movie. Or eh, you got some here. They need those properties back because it is causing them to make too many television shows on too many different networks. <laughs> they just came out the new Warriors casting. That's on Freeform. Cloak and Daggers on Freeform. I don't like Runaways that Freeform, is on dude. Hulu. That's a problem. That's too. I can't. That's too many different places. You got Netflix. You got ABC. I'm not going to Hulu to watch your TV show, unless I can find it on one of my illegal streaming TV show sites. Cause that ain't happening. Man, it's just more shows for them to forget about. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's too many. Whatever. What was that movie that we put on uh, the same, or the, what's the name of our watch list when we, what was the first movie we did when we had to eyeball its uh, box office numbers? Morgan? Yeah, Morgan Watch. What was the movie we had on Morgan Watch last week? Was it It Comes at Night? What was it? I think we did bring that up, at least it was last week or one of those. Because it was sitting in the hundred thousands. Yeah, it's at 61,000. I mean, that's not too shocking for a movie like that, even though it came out, I feel like, less than a month ago. 
I mean, but it's near stuff like Gone in Style and Smurfs. Yeah. What's around it is terrible. Those movies should not be seen anymore. What else is a low one? Oh, with Spider-Man and stuff coming out, things like Captain Underpants fell to 300000 And What's All Eyes on Me at? Because that dropped immediately to the when, second week of its release. Where is All Eyes on Me? All Eyes it's on Me. It's at 600000 Mm, that's bad. We can still pull in like a milli, but whatever. Guardians of the Galaxy, 860,000. Mummy, a milli. Pirates of the Caribbean, a milli. The House, 4.8. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. House is staying steady. <laughs> when it's making of no money. Yeah. Alright, so you got any other topics you want to throw out there before we move on to the punishment segment? Not that I can think of. I can't even remember stuff that happened. I was reading something about this Pokemon movie, but I don't uh, know. I read about that. I'm, I don't even want to hear that. <laughs> I got First t- of all, why are they doing the origin story again? Is and this coming out here? Eventually. A little and, bit after it comes out in Japan. And no Misty and Brock? No Misty and Brock. They changed it to like, Asagu and Sakuda or whatever. If y'all making it for the foreigners... Make them give them four nines. I don't care. And Gary Oak just makes a cameo, and they set it up because they wanted to get the reason Brock and Misty ain't in because they wanted his side because have different Pokemon. Oh my gosh! Why are they starting over for one? Has was Ash always ten? <laughs> I guess so. Is that why he's able to still be young and all these? Because <laughs> I was reading somewhere they said this new thing is also not going to explain why he hasn't aged from the age of 10 over the last 20 years. <laughs> I was like, was he 10 years old and his mom let him go off on this adventure? Nah, that's crazy. She might be the worst mom ever. <laughs> I think, but then that would have been cool because he could just be 30 if they actually aged I him. He'd guess, still be young. But that's still... But 10? <laughs> that's just drawing the line. And why'd they take Brock and Misty away? Jesus Christ. They could have just still gave him little Japanese names, and if, since they're starting over, get a new Pokemon. Brock half Japanese because his eyes. Yeah. Misty is, I don't know. Ash is definitely something else. All right. All right. Before we move on to the punishment segment, we already did this topic before. Well, let's see where these names get this time. You're casting uh, your ideal Pokemon movie. you three people. Ash, Misty, Brock. Who you casting? All right, for Ash, we're going with Ansel Elgert. Because <laughs> he's a superstar <laughs> now. For Brock, we got, we going to go. I would have went with Taylor Lautner if he didn't chunk up and fall off the face of the earth. So we're going to go with uh, the Asian dude from, <laughs> from 13 Reasons Why. <laughs> and for Misty, we're going to go with, I feel like we always say Bella Thorne for Probably. some, even though she has the filthiest look of any young actress I've seen. She's crazy. From on screen to off screen, her persona <laughs> does so a dirty complete looking. 360. That is that, ridiculous. That movie, we tear Ansel, Bella Thorne, and Asian guy from. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Netflix movie. Sheesh. That is a Netflix movie. <laughs> Alright, so I got two options for punishment this week. Okay. First up, Shia LaBeouf, because he got arrested <laughs> My again. My man went to jail again. <laughs> There's really no explanation needed. He was shooting a movie. No, I'm going to read exactly what he did, because it wasn't wild, but it was just like, come on, Shy Shy. <laughs> Alright, so he was arrested. Uh, he, uh, okay. 
Let me read. Blah, blah, blah. Shia LaBeouf approached a bystander and asked him for a cigarette. When the bystander <laughs> refused, uh, allegedly an intoxicated Shia LaBeouf became disorderly, <laughs> unleashing crude, crude language and earshot of in an earshot of women and children. Uh, he used to be using profanities, vulgar language. Then he was told to leave the area. He refused, became aggressive toward the officer. The officer attempted to put him under arrest. He ran to a nearby hotel and was arrested in the lobby. All right, so that's option number one. Cause Shia, come on, bro, chill. Or option number two is Variety, that publication, for asking Gabourey Sidibe who she liked to play in a superhero movie. <laughs> Like, some things are just mean. They asked her. What'd she say? The blob? <laughs> they, they asked her. In a, okay, it says in a recent interview with Variety, the publication asked Sibbe who, who she liked to play in a superhero movie, to which she replied, here's a normal answer. I really like Amanda Waller. She's a lawyer, but she can clearly stretch. Herself, just like her skin. <laughs> I'm about to say, she hasn't stretched. <laughs> First of all, someone's already playing Amanda Wallace. Pick a new one, Gabby. And she said, also, I want to fly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I, so why can't I play Superman? She was joking, though. I would hope so. <laughs> Look at Pitbulls everywhere. My man got the white pants on with the he's, Miami baseball jersey on. <laughs> he's Mr. Worldwide for a reason. <laughs> Always saucing and shimmying. His jersey is tucked into his pants. It's very snug. <laughs> Those white pants go with him everywhere. He got it. He got as many white pants as uh. D. <laughs> Simon Cow got black and white oh, yeah. t-shirts. Lord. But uh, here's another quote from Sidibe. She was like, "Batman doesn't have any superpowers. Okay. He's not an alien. He's a straight-up human who happens to be rich. He's like super privileged man." From now on, do not call Batman Batman. Call him Super Privileged Man. I don't like that. He's like white privileged man, but he's got all these tools and a super dark sense of being. He's such a creep, and I and I feel I'm Batman because I'm a creep. What so I need to hear her voice saying it or something because she's yeah, so my, weird. <laughs> my sideways <laughs> talk is not working right now. All right, so you're gonna give it to Variety or Shia LaBeouf. I mean, I guess this is a case of shy being shy because it ain't the first time this young man. It is not, but he needs to learn. Eventually, I don't know, but he's gonna get beat up one of these t- he, times. He's shooting some unknown indie movie. Of I want course. him to shoot a regular b- commercial movie. Mm-hmm, but he's too crazy, and he's only thirty-one years old. Ah, uh, he did this too early. I mean, he could he could fall off completely again, take a couple years off, and then sober up, change his mindset, and start doing go. money movies for money again. He knows needs to go to rehab. I guess I'm, cause I ain't fat shaming or nothing. So, <laughs> I guess it's, I mean, Variety's very mean to ask her. They know there's no superhero she can ever play. I mean, technically they worded it nicely. They said, "What superhero, like character or movie?" I don't even know what quote I said, but they didn't straight up ask her what superhero. All so right. they they knew what they was doing, uh-huh. but they worded it in a way that wouldn't that they wouldn't come off mean. But I read between y'all's lines. So I'll go with Shia, cause but Variety, I'm watching y'all. Y'all sneaky, cause <laughs> like we see what y'all you see y'all's Cause y'all games. was trying to get at something. Hey. She was a good sport and said some funny stuff like she wants to fly. <laughs> <laughs> no one. 
<laughs> All right, Shia LaBeouf, sir, you're on punishment. In fact, I can't pull my sound effects up fast anymore. Nathan gets the check, please. Okay, I like how. Dang. Yeah, you were struggling. Yeah, it ain't the same this week. But I right, Shia LaBeouf, you on punishment, sir, just for sheer pulling a Shia and not learning from your <laughs> your mistaking ways. He got to grow out of this this funk he's in of doing <laughs> he wrong. He's drinking. <laughs> he's he's got <laughs> rehab with his friend Kid Cuddy when he went. Yeah, you just you gotta do something. Stop just getting yourself in the news for shenanigans. You a talented actor, but you decided to get all over artsy and ridiculous and just not care where your life or career goes and putting bags over your head and whatnot. It's just as sad from people who actually like you and you do stupid stuff like this when you ain't doing other good stuff to try to make up for it. I don't like seeing, I don't like in the news always seeing bad stuff about Shia LaBeouf. I want to see, like, oh, Shia LaBeouf got this movie, bro. Shia yeah. LaBeouf did good in this movie. Not Shia LaBeouf got arrested. Shia LaBeouf doing these little protests, blah, 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 for Donald Trump. I don't hear all that. <laughs> I want to hear movie stuff. That's good. And but I you, don't want him uh, just doing indie movies all the time. Trying to bounce back until your summer blockbuster court. back. Uh, yeah, make another mistake like uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, hey. I'm fine with those. As long as you sober and you doing movies. If Megan Fox can uh, claim Michael Bay to be close to Hitler, you can get and then do a movie with him again <laughs> after that. You can get back into this world. Yeah. Hey. Transformers needs you badly. Because if not, end it. But hey. without more need to be said, Shia LaBeouf, you're on punishment, sir. Go sit in the corner, put your bottle down. And start making movies for the people, not yourself. Because that is the only movies he are, he's making movies for. <laughs> it's, or that's the only people he's making movies for, and that is himself. Yeah, make something I want to see. Yeah, be Green Lantern. Try for Green Lantern in this uh, dysfunctional DCU universe. Yeah, he's, he's young. 31 years old. Jesus Christ. All right. I don't like these, uh, these Tyler the Creator rumors about him possibly coming out on his new album. If he did, he's gonna have some explaining to do, why? Because some of his lyrics is link leaking, such as "Next line will have them all like whoa." I've been kissing white boys since 2004. <laughs> <laughs> well, knowing him, that's probably yeah. A they joke. jumped to conclusions. <laughs> just like I don't like. Oh, he would be very young. <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> He was like 10. I don't, it's hard listening to like music talk because people reach so much. Like, mm-hmm. uh, such and such was so, subbing such and such. I'm like, y'all really just reaching. You can find a <laughs> sub for anybody if you really want to reach that heart. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to move to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of this week. We also have to um, resolve our predictions for Spider-Man Homecoming. Mine was terrible. <laughs> so... We did it a few weeks ago, but our predictions for Spider-Man Homecoming, mine was 86%. Mine was like 60. <laughs> Yours was 76%. Uh-huh. So looking at Rotten Tomatoes right now, it is sitting at a 93%. Close to, I think, what is it, tied or second to highest Spider-Man movie? Oh, my God. 
one of the highest superhero movie ratings of all time. It's barely above Wonder Woman at 92%. Wonder Woman too high. <laughs> yeah, y'all tripping with that. So, with that being said, I take the victory for that one. Moving my lead up to, I believe, 13 to 11. Dang, I need to close in. But we still have Wish Upon, which comes out next week. Dunkirk. And now, this week. So... This movie, this, this movie also comes out the same weekend as Dunkirk, and it is a movie you are looking forward to thoroughly. <laughs> Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. That's just one of the more difficult ones. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to give this long-winded-to-say movie? Usually, a number immediately pops in my head. This one ain't getting that. Now, one just popped in my head. I'm going to just write it down before I change my mind. All right. Let me, let me, I gotta look something up. Cause I've heard actually some good things about it, but we all know that. I could, we also heard good things about Fantastic Four before it came out. <laughs> let me, cause I don't, I don't trust just making a decision on this. Let me see. Look up uh, Luke Besson or whatever his name is. Look up his movies real quick. Oh, he did direct this movie. That's a... Uh, Oh, he got some low ones. But he got a couple. <laughs> That's Liam Neeson's right hand man. Uh-huh. And the last one was 11%, so. Mm, last movie that he did was. It wasn't even Taken 3. I think it was. Taken 3 should have been that low. Did he do trans- uh, Transporter Refuel? I mean, the way that movie looked, I wouldn't be surprised. Because that's at 15%. That movie was a toast. Did he do The Family? Did he? Uh, I think he may have just produce some of these. His last, yeah, his, no, he produced, yeah, he produced it. The last movie he directed was Lucy, so technically he's coming off of a hit. Yeah, and his. All right, I'm gonna go. I don't know why. Oh, I'm just going fifty-five percent. I need something in the middle. All right, that's kind of close to what I did. So you put fifty-five percent. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I was leaning to, but I went with forty-six percent. I just can't see this movie being positive. <laughs> I, I can really see it, can't. I can see it having this little audience, but it's titled too long. I mean, it got John Goodman in it, but my theory had been debunked <laughs> that John Goodman's never been a bad movie. Oh, uh, yeah. I forget. It was like episodes ago where I, wanted, I was going to do like uh, something regarding, I like, guess, Tom Cruise really that big box office star that people try to portray him <laughs> out to me? Because even though I think he was on a career renaissance before Jack Reacher 2 and The Mummy came out. Does the money show. I know it does overseas, but is it really popping like that over here? Yeah. But uh, I'll bring that up sometime in the future. All right, so for Valerian, a city of... Dirty (sighs) So, for Valerian, a city of a thousand planets. Is it Valerian and the city of a thousand planets? Because Valerian is the dude's name. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm going to think about this. Dane DeHaan don't look like a movie star. He surely ain't showing it with his I didn't choices. Know, I didn't know he always looked sick. When he was <laughs> first in Chronicle, I'm like, man, this dude is killing it. He got the press crazy look. Then <laughs> next movie. Oh, then when you, or when you see him in Amazing Spider-Man 2, I'm like, that's still the character. He's sick. Then you see him in real life. Oh, oh you're just sick. You're tired. <laughs> he, I mean, Wake up. He was sick in uh, Care for Wellness, kind of. Oh, so yeah. There. <laughs> Too bad that movie was garbage. All right, so Valerian, I gave it a 46%. You gave it a 55%. So 
We will resolve that one in a couple of weeks. All right. So, what movie? I think that's next. Or is it? Nope. What? The Blu-rays? <sighs> I don't know. This is sad. <laughs> in like three years or two years. If we don't do this every day, we ain't never going <laughs> to realize. On top of that, I don't even know. Yeah, I did last. Uh, either way, it don't matter. Alright, this week we got um, Smurfs The Lost Village. Never seen it. <laughs> Have no interest. We got The Lost City of Z. Uh, with uh, Charlie Hunnam. Didn't see it, contemplated seeing it, but I probably won't see it. And the last and only movie that I think either of us saw The Fate and The Furious. That's a must I mean, The Fate of The Furious. I ain't gonna have it where you gotta go back on. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, you missed you stuff. Missed <laughs> um, that's a must song. Yep, and that's the only one for this week. Alright, a movie you plan on seeing next, or before the next episode? Well, it's gonna have to be The Old War of the Planet of the Apes, which has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. right now. It's not even certified, though. What is that? All right. I got a quick question. Which franchise has been the most surprising? Planet of the Apes. This new one. This new trilogy. The second half of Mission Impossible. Their resurgence. (laughs) Fast and the Furious resurgence. Or did I have another one? Just between those three right now. Because I can't think of what the other one was. It will probably give them the edge to Fast and Furious. Then Planet of the Apes, then Mission Impossible. Okay, I can see you. So yeah, I didn't have much or much uh, expectations, many expectations for Planet of the Apes, but it surely has succeeded. And yeah. if this movie is as good as they say it is, they're gonna be keep shocking me. We're not shocked, I'm not shocked anymore. I expected, but I'm surprised they haven't like dropped the ball yet. Yeah. Then I have two possible movies with the Big Sick and Wish Upon. Okay. Um, so those three, myself, I would like to see the big sick first, but I definitely will see War of the Planet of the Apes. So it just depends on when I actually feel like going back and sitting in a theater. All right. This has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit. It is your boy, uh, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. O'Shea Bratz of the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. Nady Irving, a.k.a. Nady Crosby, a.k.a. Baby Nate, a.k.a. Uh, uh, Nate Yawine, Silky Pajamas, uh, Robert Balmain Jr., Nady Parker, um, who else I is? Roll. It is, you can find all our stuff on soundcloud.com slash the great musical as well as iTunes and I've been putting more of our audio stuff on YouTube where you can find our Malik work interview and our Katrina stack interview. Is that <laughs> correct? Uh, I ain't good with names. On youtube.com slash the great musical. Or for some reason, you can type in Kyle Nighthawk and that stuff comes up. <laughs> it's your boy, Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kyanya Fix My Life Van Zandt, a.k.a. Kai Dollar Sign, Knife Guy, Book Engagement K, Young Black Phillip, Kyanya, Taylor Joy, Fossil Man, The Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Station Wagon K, 
Chatwick Flossman, and this is what we're doing for the 99 and the 2000s. King. And the guy, he almost messed up the Apple deal with you. Yeah, shout out to Tyrese for that seawalk he hit after uh, Dr. Dre said he's a billionaire Annie on the West Coast. And just for fun. Hey. Marcus, some smart guy. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, Jay Weave. Chingling. Slot a lot. Or Jack Records. Well, I forgot it. That full Jack. <laughs> yeah. What? Both of them sound stupid, so you might as well <laughs> stuck with the first stupid one. Shuffle your cars records. Yeah. It's King. Chingy. This is Ansel. Passing the torch. <laughs> Anyways, we ended saying who sucks, and that'll be Chingy sucks. <laughs> Nat Wolf sucks. Mm-hmm. Miles Teller sucks. Mm-hmm. Jai Courtney sucks. Mm-hmm. Theo James sucks. Mm-hmm. Alex Rowe sucks. Mm-hmm. Is that all of them now? Did you say Miles Teller? Yeah, I think so. Miles Teller sucks. Yeah, so y'all are juggling. Other than that. Who wants Shout to be, out to King Gansel. Who wants to be put The up baby driver. Head and shoulders above everybody on the mantle. Quick prediction. Who do you think out of them is going to get that? Right now, I'm thinking who we, Theo. Who did we say last week? Th- yeah, this might have to be an every week thing. Who For me, do we I predict? Because I can't get that video we watched of him singing out of my head. So, Theo is dangerously close. I think. Oh, yeah. Nat Wolf. Nat Wolf's one to watch. People hated the death or the death note trailer. Definitely, <laughs> so, no, I don't think any no fans of the sh- cartoon liked it. <laughs> but I could see, yeah, that on top of that, and if Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle is garbage, because his, his brother, brother is going to be giving him stray bullets. Yeah, and don't think his brother can't get on this list. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if his brother stinks from the Naked Brothers band, it's going to be uh, passed to him. The Naked right, Brothers so band. And Alex Rowe is... He should never act in a movie again, so... He's terrible, but he's not. he doesn't do enough movies to... Yeah. His name will forever live on on this podcast. Other than that, <laughs> no one else will ever know his Jack name Courtney, is. Courtney. Chloe he... Martez doesn't even remember who he <laughs> is. Yeah, she surely does. And she needs to forget about that movie anyways. Katino Molu looks 70 years old. <laughs> there was some dude on the other team who looked like uh, this, bas- this old dude who I be playing with at the gym sometimes. <laughs> Gray's yeah him who that is oh yeah <laughs> that is an old man uh, anyways before this episode gets too long all right hopefully my ne- money oh my gosh hopefully next week I ain't speaking with this annoying wisdom toothless list and hopefully we have a guest I'm gonna try to get somebody but if I can if I'll be able to eat by next episode I mean a full large Donato's piece <laughs> on the next episode <laughs> yeah, you already know we gotta end this off with the yeah. <laughs> <laughs>